If you don't like hunting, fishing, cooking in the outdoors, you might want to find another podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to another edition of Southern Boys Outdoors Podcast here from the Southern Boys Store located at 11318 Highway 190, Hammond, Louisiana. Telephone number 225-209-0945. Y'all make sure y'all stop by, hang out with us here at the Southern Boys Store because you know what we always like to say. You never know what's coming up next here on Southern Boys Outdoors. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Southern Boys Outdoors here at the beautiful Southern Boys Outdoor Store Studios. We inside of the store sitting by all these local cookers and man, we had a great weekend this weekend and just y'all got to come back here and see the place. It's absolutely great place to come and visit. So y'all make sure y'all make plans to come see us at the Southern Boys Store. So in the studio today, we got two ladies that came down from Dresden, Tennessee to Join us here for our Loco Cooker Big Buck Contest and all of our giveaways and everything that we did in the free crawfish and everything. So I'm going to let them introduce herself to y'all. And Hi, my name is April Ezernak, and I'm from Dresden, Tennessee. I actually just moved there a couple of years ago. Um, my husband's the Air Force recruiter over in the next town over, so we ended up in Dresden, Tennessee. I'm Sandra Taylor, and I'm from Dresden, Tennessee, uh, originally from Middle Tennessee, close to Murfreesboro, and I've lived in Dresden for eight years now. Right. And then, you know, these two ladies, when we went up to uh, a few weeks ago to help feed Kentucky and Tennessee, that's where we met them there. And uh, we actually met them in Fulton, Kentucky. They came by, and then we went over, me, Bruce, and Ronnie went over and visited Dresden, Tennessee, and seen all the damage and everything that the tornadoes did. And uh, was y'all in town when that happened? Was you, or how far was that from y'all's house when the tornado just almost, well, heck, it destroyed downtown Dresden? I mean, wh- where was y'all at when that happened? Uh, I was at home. It was late at night. Um, we took my family and put them in a closet with blankets over them. We could hear the train of the tornado that was coming, my husband looked out the window, and he could see it every time the lightning struck. He could see the tornado coming towards us, so we just knew that it was coming. Um, it probably turned about a half a mile before it before it got to us. Wow! In April, I went down to the basement because they had all the warnings and everything out. So I was like, took my cat and went down to the basement. <laughs> right. So, my husband braved it upstairs. He's like, I'm not going down there. I said, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> how how far away from your, your house was it? It was you? probably about a tenth of a mile. My wow. my neighbors got a little bit of damage. Their, their little carports in my yard and right. got trees and stuff down. So, But wow. house luckily didn't get damaged. And then just how much damage or how many uh, families were damaged? Uh, affected by the tornado went through Dresden. How many, if you had to, if y'all ever put a number on that, to like how many people were actually affected by it and throughout the town there? Yeah, there's 210 uh, homes that was affected, which is quite a bit for Dresden because we are such a small rural community. Right. Um, And then we had uh, 21 businesses that was also damaged uh, downtown because nothing was left. My business is Be the Village and... 
were a closet ministry for foster children, and it completely took it out. Wow. Each year, we take care of over 250 foster children and their Christmas. We just bought their Christmas, and it was in that building, um, getting ready to pack up and, and get ready to send out because we send it to the families early so they can put it under the tree where it comes actually from the parents, not right. not from Be the Village. So it wiped out everything that we had wow. and just completely flattened it. Yeah, because that the tornadoes hit December the 10th. So, yeah, that's right there before Christmas. Right. So, like, right now when we came up there, we went to a big distribution center where y'all was handing out supplies and met everybody there. We handed out some jambalayas and stuff like that. Well, you know, can you tell us about that place? Yes. The warehouse, um, the day after the tornado, I immediately got out and um, knew that there was going to have to be somebody that would, you know, that's going to have to help in the community. Because after the tornado was over, I actually got in my car and attempted to go downtown, but couldn't get there because of all the poles and, you know, the lights were out and the right. poles was all over the road. So the next day, um, I went to Napa. Um, Delbert Rainey has a building, which is right there on Highway 22, that we had noticed that wasn't damaged. So we went in there. It's a huge warehouse. It's uh, Luckily, it's been empty. So he handed us the keys and said, it's yours. Use it for whatever you need. I went to the wow. building. We didn't have electricity or power, but we immediately started cleaning it up, me and my husband. Um, and then we started making phone calls, and then people just started rolling in and helping. We was averaging about 40 volunteers a day in the very beginning. Wow. And we had trucks that was coming from all over, from Texas to from New York to California, that was just rolling in, you know, with supplies after supplies to help. Right. Well, that's awesome. Now, and y'all still have that going on? Y'all still handing out supplies and stuff? We are. There's still a lot of families that are displaced in the community. So um, we're trying to make sure um, to take care of them until they do find housing again. Right. Now, if you have people coming in right now, what are what are some of the direct needs that they're coming in looking for right now? They need some, well, because a lot of them displace that snack food. Is, I know it sounds weird, but snack food's like something they can get easy, something right. they can microwave or, you know, right, easy prepare. And then cleaning supplies, because if their house is still standing, they're still trying to keep everything cleaned up and weather comes in and right. rains and the tarps might not necessarily hold up everything. So the cleaning supplies... Trash bags, um, laundry soap is a big right. thing, dish soap, and um, toilet paper, paper towels, and diapers, and wipes for the families with children. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, like, if somebody that's listening says, hey, I'd like to help these two ladies out and their community out, how can they go about getting in touch with you? Uh, they can call our cell number. It's 731 514 Four three two nine. That's the be the village uh, cell number. And for any monetary donations, we're at be the village dash dash village dash one. Right. And that and then is that the address? Like if you was going to mail something, like hey, I want to send something by FedEx. What's the mailing address to send it by FedEx, a FedEx or UPS or whatever? Uh, the address. Is ten sixty four Evergreen Street in Dresden, Tennessee three eight two two five. Right, y'all, and I've been there before, and it was snowing. 
Right after the tornado, we also had an ice storm that come and wow. shut everything back down again. So the tarps that was on the people's houses that they was trying to salvage actually caved in. Wow. So people was having to go back again. And retarp. And retarp and re-clean up. And then on the way up here, they got another three inches of snow. Wow. Yeah, so it's like it's nonstop. So. It's been nonstop. So we have to keep everybody in our prayers. So we'll get some good weather for about two or three months to help them get everything cleaned up. It would be yes, great. Absolutely. Yes. Warm yeah. weather, less rain. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. And, and you know, we, we, we're the same, in somewhat the same boat down here because of Hurricane Ida. And I still have tarps, and I had to replace them the other day on my mother-in-law's house because I hadn't got a roofer yet to put a new roof because three trees landed on top of it. So so we're doing some of the same things here, but we're good here. But I know that people up there, when we went up there, they, there's still a lot of need needed in Dresden, Tennessee. There's a lot of need. There's never been a tornado that's ever in history that has come through Dresden, Tennessee, or the county. So they kept telling it on the news for about a week, but nobody really believed it because there's never been a tornado right. in that area. So nobody really took it serious. Right. And now we're getting up to be in tornado weather again because come spring, that is the actual tornado season for Tennessee. Right. Wow. So hopefully you don't get any, any more tornadoes in. And Absolutely. I wish I could say the same for like Louisiana. Like, okay, we don't we ain't, we don't hardly ever get a hurricane, but I think we get one every year. It seems yeah. like every yeah. year we get hit with a hurricane, you know. But yeah, and we really appreciate y'all coming out and taking care of us when you just had a um, a hurricane yourself yeah. in August, but y'all still took the time to come out and to see about us, and we really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I mean. We wanted to come earlier. You know, we wanted to get there sooner, but we just couldn't put it all together. I had a couple uh, surgeries scheduled. Bruce had a knee replacement. Ronnie got in a boat wreck, and it just led to where, you know, we was like, man, we can't, we just can't go right now. And then once everybody kind of got healed up and everything, and it's a good thing because you get that first wave, of mm-hmm. of help and you get that second wave and then we was like the third or fourth wave that came in to help you know feed people uh let them know that we're still thinking about them uh, do some lives get it out there on social media right and help get some more supplies in there and so is it wasn't too bad by coming in too late i don't think we were too late mm-hmm. i don't think he was too late because it in the beginning, you are overwhelmed with a lot of volunteers. Sometimes you don't even really know how to use them because you got so many to right. use. And then the honeymoon's over after about seven to eight weeks. Then you're trying to round those volunteers right. up and, you know, get people back in there. So I think y'all come at a very good time. Right. So moving on to coming to Louisiana this past weekend. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Talk about some fun stuff. So. Now, tell everybody how y'all got here. We came by train. We hopped on an Amtrak, and we just rode down here and enjoyed the ride. <laughs> yeah, just, y'all just jumped on an Amtrak train and headed down to South Louisiana. And yep. So how was the train ride? Was it pretty neat or what? Yeah, it was nice. It was comfortable. It had way more leg room than I expected. <laughs> Come on. Like if you think of on 
on an airplane, you probably have about three times as much leg room. They actually, the seats recline and you have a little thing that kicks out right, right under your knees and a little foot thing so you can relax and take oh, a yeah. nap or or you can get a car. We didn't get a low car. We just got the regular seats, but right. it was nice. Yeah, and huh. it was smooth. You know, it wasn't bouncy and all over the place. It was right. pretty smooth. And so what what would a what would a train ticket what did a train ticket cost? I I mean I ain't never rode a train except for with the kids at a fairground or something like that. So I ain't never really rode a Amtrak train, but what does something like that cost? For us it was like a hundred and forty eight bucks round trip. 148 so, bucks a round yeah, trip, especially with, with, with gas prices right now. So. <laughs> yeah, gas, yep, that's true. That will, that that 148 will probably be going up here before long. But probably, yeah, so. yeah. But Everybody, no, that, everybody's going to be wanting to take that Amtrak train, right? So when y'all got here and made it here, and y'all got here to the Southern Boys store and event, and uh, what did y'all think about Saturday here at the store? Oh my goodness, it was awesome! Like see that all the people turned out to come help and and. People donated time and like all the crawfish, right? <laughs> Food and events and everything. It was just fun, right? Yeah, I thought it was pretty amazing. Yeah. Then we then we went and ate some good food on Sunday at Middendorf's. Yes. Did. I guess y'all liked it. I don't know. I liked it. I like. <laughs> oh, I thought it was really was good. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sandra's a little picky eater, though, ain't she? Yeah, she yeah. is. Not a picky eater. Mm. Miss, I won't try the crawfish. Mm-mm. Oh, no. I, I ate the alligator. I ate the alligator, and it was really good. She's like, they live in the mud. I'm like, I'm okay. just not a crawfish kind of girl. And I told her, I said, you do realize, like, hogs and pigs, they live in the mud, too. They do. Uh, they do. <laughs> but that bacon sure is good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, That's it right. Is. That's right. So, y'all... Head back to Tennessee this today, right? Mm-hmm. This afternoon. This afternoon. And then what is on y'all schedule when y'all get back there? What y'all gotta get done there in Tennessee? What is y'all what do y'all have in front of y'all over the next few weeks of y'all's recovery time still going on? Uh right now we're still we're in the stage of helping people find homes because um there's still a lot that either lives together, two and three families that live together. And quite a few that still live in hotels. Right. So we're working on finding them a rental house, which may not be in Weekly County, but somewhere's around. And then we're taking donations for furniture. So we'll help, you know, get them back on their feet by giving them furniture, dishes, um, the cleaning supplies, right. towels, wash rags, blankets, pillows, and that kind of thing to kind of get them up and started again. That's right. And then again, uh, that address. So, what? Well, let me back up now because I went after I went the first time. I went back a second time and I brought pots and pans and I went to God's Corner in Mayfield and dropped all that off because the lady said, "I asked her, I said, what do y'all need right now?" She said, "Pots, pans, dishes, forks, spoons, knives, utensils." So we loaded two car loads and we brought up there and then uh, dropped them off at God's Corner in Mayfield. Now is that? Similar to the same need as pots, pans, utensils, where y'all at? Yeah, I think we're on uh, uh, the same level as them. I mean, it was the same tornado. They're just a bigger area than right. than we are. Um, they have a whole lot more people displaced, you know, than we do. Right. Um, but um, but yes, we're definitely on on in that same building back right. phase. So we did the recovery, and now we're going into the long term. Right. So if any of y'all out there would like to make a donation, 
help these two girls out, help their community. We'd really appreciate it. Yep. You can you can find them at 1064 Evergreen Street in Dresden, Tennessee, 38225. It's Be the Village. And then telephone number again? 731-514-4329. Well, we appreciate y'all coming down. Uh, really enjoyed meeting y'all up there. And uh, and, uh, Bruce, I'm sorry, you know, when he came up there and he didn't have any socks on under his Crocs (laughs) and it was, it was snowing. I'm sorry, you know, but when we bring Bruce places, he's a little different, you know, he, he lives down in the swamp and, you know, so he didn't have any uh, socks with his Crocs and we offered him, we had an extra pair and we offered them to him. So it was snowing. He had his overalls on. No shirt. Yeah, no, he had a shirt on. He had a shirt. shirt. Yeah, he had a shirt on. And all he had was a jacket that was unzipped, like a little light jacket. I'm like, I'm sitting there like freezing. (laughs) I'm like, Bruce, you got to be cold. He said, oh, no, it ain't cold. I said, Bruce, you ain't got no no socks on with your Crocs. I mean, (laughs) he's like, oh, my feet don't get cold. I'm like, they must not, because if they did, they'd be cold right now. Because it was like 10 degrees and it was snowing. And Bruce was out there like it was Nothing to it. I was like, golly. Yeah. He not freezing. I don't even think we were expecting the snow. Y'all just brought it with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't supposed to snow. Well, they said they had a chance to snow when we first went up there because we prepared for the worst when we went there. We thought we would be outside in the middle of a field or on the side of a road cooking. And then when we got to Fulton, Tennessee, they we had we found a bus shed and – Man, we just had it made. We we were really blessed to go to Fulton. And that's why we wanted to go somewhere that wasn't struck by a tornado and ha- had all the resources there. So we went to Fulton, and it was really, really uh amazing setup that we had because we was in an old bus, bus shed, and it was warm because the pots were cooking, and it was all good. So So we dodged the cold weather on that part of having to cook outside. So anyway, hey, we appreciate everybody tuning in to Southern Boys uh, Outdoors Podcast. Uh, Make sure y'all subscribe to us, check the link, and hit all the buttons. And make sure, if you would like to make a donation, send it to Be the Village, 1064 Evergreen Street, Dresden, Tennessee, 38225. Telephone number? 731-514-4329. All right, guys. Y'all help these girls out. Over and out.